On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, staying Corona busy, Chairman Meow has a panic attack, Tupac Shakur is alive and well in Kentucky, Hank's dad, and murder hornets. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And have you found uh, COVID life to be suitable to you, Petra? I, I feel guilty how much I'm enjoying it. Well, you've got your indoor gardening going. I do. I do. I got everything planted today. It's planting day zero. Everything's in the tower garden. My inheritance my, from my family. I got a, a hydroponic tower garden. <laughs> Very good. That's what you got from as your inheritance from dad. Yeah, yeah that's it. Well, <laughs> you're using it. I'm using it. And I set it up inside a kiddie pool on one of our upper floors and beside of it, I filled up a bunch of pots with dirt. I got every big pot around and, and filled it up. And I've got tomatoes and peppers and zucchini and squash, uh, cucumbers, oh. herbs. I just went to town. We may need that when everything, all the food dries up and the uh, next phase of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome we starts. We might. We might. You might be really happy that, that I've got the green thumb in the family. <laughs> Plus, you got mystery hot water coming from somewhere. Yeah, it's scalding hot. I don't know where it's coming from. I'd love, I mean, that that faucet has water to it, and it's got a, a nozzle so I could use a water hose. That would be perfect for me. We live in an old, used to be abandoned building that we renovated. So, <laughs> we're, well, we're re- renovating a store, a, a floor at a time, and. This is an unrenovated floor. So it's like Mad Max Thunderdome. And then I set up a hydroponics tower and a crow light in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. And we've taken the ceiling down. So I don't know where the hot water tank could be. There, it has to be on the floor below it. It has to be. That's I, yeah, the only way. I guess. And they've plumbed up through a floor. Who knows? We'll figure it out. It's, it's hard to tell, but it is gloriously scalding hot water coming out of it. I filled up some buckets and set them aside so that golly. you know it'll well, be we'll room temperature in a few days when I need to water again. But golly, yeah, I'm pumped. I mean, I love to garden. I love to dig. I've got stuff on the, the sidewalk growing and going crazy. Uh, I got stuff inside growing and going crazy. I'm just uh, in my little element right now. I'm sewing when, <laughs> when I'm not gardening. You're taking up sewing, right? Yeah. Well, these are great hobbies. That's what everybody would say to do in this situation is just to make make the best of it. Well, I'm doing that. I'm picking things up and, and doing things that I've not had time to do or not made time to do before. And now I'm just all over it. I feel bad sometimes because you're out here playing video games and I'm like, Doo. Well, our hillbilly upbringing will uh has prepared us well for this situation yeah we can grow our food and we can do whatever oh Oh, yeah you know like the old like the old country boy can survive song we can do all that crap absolutely my dad tried to give me some homegrown tobacco he had made into a twist some kind of thing which i get it he was all proud of it but i mean hell we don't chew tobacco (laughs) (laughs) one of these days just just take it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know, sometimes just to make them happy, take it. Uh, yeah. We've had some, our, our, we're getting out and having some adventures with our Corona stuff, for God's yeah, sakes. Yeah, well, we went to a greenhouse. That was pretty 
It was uncomfortably crowded. You stayed in the parking lot, but I was in there throwing elbows and getting, and as a matter of fact, I've been saying that, and I do have a sore elbow because somebody did hit me with a cart. (laughs) (laughs) People in Kentucky, I don't know about everybody else in the country. Oh, well, you do. You can tell from the news. And I mean, people are getting tired of this crap. I mean, thank goodness they're opening it back up. And that's about right. I, I said I'd give it till May 1st, but... You know, I'm I, I'm I'm going to hunker down and just hope I'm staying away from the dumb SOBs who are going to spread the second wave. Well, we're still going to follow some measures the best we can, and, and I get it. I'll wear a mask when we go somewhere. I mean, you're kind of a jerk at this point if you go to Kroger or Walmart or wherever and you don't wear a mask. Agreed, because it's not that you're trying to protect yourself from their germs. It's you're protecting other people from your germs. Right. And especially since they've said that's how we need to open it up. And and, and basically, if you all will do this, we'll open it up. All right. I'm, I'll wear a mask everywhere. I don't care. I like the ideas of like half capacity in places. Yeah. Uh, serving one customer at a time, you know, really maintaining the social distance. Uh, our Walmart just recently started enforcing you know, only one person from a family at a time, unless it's, you know, somebody needs assistance. Right. And I saw several people in there who were legitimately getting assistance. It wasn't that BS stuff. That it usually is, right? With, you know, five family members all tagging along. <laughs> it is just, you know, someday when we, if we ever look back on this podcast and li- re-listen to this twenty years from now, I, I, I like I said, there's a little bit of a prosperity's sake. I want to talk about some of this stuff because mm-hmm. it, it's so, it is kind of surreal. Well, and uh, all psychologically, right. it's kind of just weird. Well, all right, we mentioned this on our bike ride earlier. Um, I said that. Wearing a mask in public makes me say things out loud under the mask that I would never normally say out loud. It's like my filter is gone. I have a filter on, but my verbal filter is gone. Like, you know, like, oh, like, oh, stink eye, you're the one going the wrong way. You know, I said that in Walmart. (laughs) Yeah. See, I mean, and just things, too, that I. It's so odd how fast things have become the norm. Yeah. Like when you go to Walmart, you see everybody wearing masks. And like you just said, one person per family and spacing six feet apart. Not not that this stuff doesn't need to be done. I'm just saying it's so damn odd that two or three months ago, hell, we'd go to a concert. Basketball games. You it's know what, though? Odd, All right. Odd, this odd. Is, I, I am especially prepared for this because I spent two years of college like one of my favorite pastimes was playing a very cyberpunk role-playing game cyberpunk role-playing yeah called shadow run and like it was a world about now you know where there had been a plague and or you know like everything had changed you know there had been a, a cataclysm of sorts and there were and and it was just really weird and futuristic in that Blade Runner field. And unfortunately, I mean, for 
for our area, Eastern Kentucky, a lot of Appalachia in general. I mean, we've said this a lot on the show. I hate that we have such high, before before coronavirus, by the way, mm-hmm. such high poverty rates and unemployment rates and blah, 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 blah. How many times have we said, how many people around here already are on the draw? They've faked a disability. They get a crazy check, whatever. Like, economically, we will just cruise through this because everybody will keep getting their own check. Well, and, and I'm going to check. I'm going to I'm going to throw a flag up and I I really dude, I really wonder if they're faking it. Okay, I some of the shit that I have come through in the last couple of years really lets me see into the world of trauma and I see a lot of fucking broken people around me. Well, there's there are and there's a there, whole lot of crazy checks that people are just I don't know. I'm going to totally disagree with you on that, and and not in a in a having a fight on a podcast, but just no. I see an area stricken by poverty and abuse, and that is rolled into poverty and drug abuse. And there are a lot of people on checks, yes, but I don't know if it's really as many as you're you're saying or sounding. And then there are a lot of really physically broken people, you know, men our age who were coal miners their entire lives. And if you're crawling around on your knees, no, you're never going to be the same after you're about 40 years old. So, like, it's a weird, it is a weird area, everybody. And and, and it. It's tough. Yeah. And they're the ones who are supporting going back to work. Well, uh, gosh, yeah. I, I wish you would just lighten up about this a little bit when I'm okay. trying to make a joke about stuff. Okay. But All right. Whatever. I didn't, I didn't realize we were making a joke. You, didn't, okay. you were the one. I was trying to talk <laughs> about uh, Shadow Run in college, which was the happy subject, and you changed yeah. it back to this. So uh, I'm okay. not going to I'm not going <laughs> to disown this. I'm going to say right you. back at you, co-host. Well, I'm just saying as far as my crazy check thing coronavirus or not drive out to any lake in eastern kentucky on a tuesday sunny day at two o'clock and it's filled with people who are on disability checks that somehow seem to manage physically to get boats in and out of the water and they seem to do a whole lot of stuff on on their disability and yes, I know some people legitimately get it. I understand that. Okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying. but for... I just don't want to run our area down that way. Okay? I, I, I'm kind of defending it a little bit. Okay. I, I, n- not in a bad way. I really think that there's a reason that we're in our situation. Well, there are some, of course. But you know I've been in the medical field, and you know that I've seen a ton of my patients who absolutely again they they they're getting a check because they've got bad knees yet they can go on a side job and push a lawnmower 7 hours a day and make money under the table side money yeah and yeah I, that happens yeah. you know it does yeah yeah so again i may be exaggerating for comedic purposes trying to but yes these people, what I'm saying, a lot of people around here, I'm still going to say it, and we can agree to disagree, they're not going to miss a beat with this corona st- stuff. For them, getting a $600 check from unemployment would be a step down for them. <laughs> 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 they they want to keep their crazy check. 
or their whatever check. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. Our, our area is just, it's hit hard like everybody else. But it is. It's, just, it's a different dynamic than most places. And, and it's weird because there haven't been that many cases. Let's go ahead and talk about that. Like our area, it's been a few days since our county's even had anybody reported, let alone Hell died. Host, right. We, we've, Escaped unscathed, bless, yeah. blessedly unscathed. But I don't. I just don't think there's been a lot of it in our area. Now, one, we're spread out further, and you know we're not bumping into each other on the sidewalks like you would be in New Jersey or right. New York or yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia. Little, yeah, we are little clans up our hollers. You don't mix your clans too much. Exactly. <laughs> this is how it goes. So uh, yeah. Well, us hillbillies have been practicing social distancing for a long time. Yeah, yeah, except we're all, like, it's warm weather now, so everybody's out for a barbecue. Mm-hmm. You go up, <laughs> go up, up Birchett Holler, and, you know, unless you bring it in from somewhere else, which nobody ever goes anywhere else. Yeah. Eh, you know? Yeah. Chances are pretty low for those people getting it. Yeah, exactly. If, if they do get it, it'll be Birchett Holler. They're the ones who want to get it because they never go anywhere. <laughs> Whoever brought it just randomly brought it like a mailman, and then they'll never they'll never go anywhere. Well, I don't know. I, you know, we get a lot of packages. Well, that's true. Yeah, we found a uh, a neat little market because of this. All right, yeah, we did, and I love it. Tell them about our little discovery. We found a meat market, a literal meat market, a literal meat market, and I love calling it that. Um, <laughs> and it is out in the middle of nowhere. It is. You you turn. Left, and then you keep going and going and going and going, don't you? You end up on a one-lane country road. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful drive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then this huge, beautiful pasture land, beautiful farm. And there's this little store, and they're cutting it up right there in front of you. And, of course, now with the COVID, you wait one person at a time going in. And it's like, a, it's weird. It's like, I felt very rushed. Like, I was like, okay. I felt like I was making some kind of weird black market deal or something. And it wasn't at all. But it just felt strange. How did your experience? Well, it is it does feel kind of speakeasy-ish yeah. black market dealing, yeah. even though it's not. I mean, it's a family-owned farm, like you said. But I don't know. The, the neat part of it is, like we said, you drive out in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful drive. You're, you're going up Crow Creek, <laughs> for God's sakes, in the middle of nowhere. And Crow Creek goes the whole way of this road. And like you said... You end up at this, there's all kinds of farms up here, small mm-hmm. farms. Small farms. So you see these these cows literally playing in the creek. Yeah. Rolling around like puppies yeah. in the creek. Yeah. Whole bunch of baby cows, like just all laying, you know, like puppies in the, in the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Being cows, walking yeah. around, eating grass, doing their thing. But that's where, like the meat that we bought came from one of those damn cows that we were watching walking yeah. around yeah like they just haul them in kill them right there butcher them on site yeah and they're literally when you go in here there's slabs of table they're sawing off and cutting your meat right there well, right when you order it i had bought meat that was already pre-wrapped but it was well, in butcher paper yeah. that they had just 
They had just cut it. You yeah, know? They even give you a brown poke. <laughs> yes, you get a poke. <laughs> I wonder if everybody else knows what a poke is. Poke's a bag. A poke is a bag. I it's got a, a brown paper bag. paper bag. A brown paper bag. Yeah, we save those because you just don't get those anymore. Put in a poke. Yeah. It was great. And I, I bought like a ton of meat. I was like, you'll let me buy this? Okay. It was like a drug deal. Like I would totally overbuy a drug deal if I ever did one. <laughs> and it's so good. I mean, it's so, or, I mean, those, those cows oh. only get shots when they're sick. They yeah. only get antibiotics. They don't get any food in their antibiotics on a regular basis for any reason. Yeah. Yeah. They're like we said, they're out there walking around or living the life of a cow. Yeah. It's but, great. It, it doesn't, it makes you feel better about your food source. And I was, I mean, it's beautiful. And that little, they should be, this, this is their Super Bowl. They should have every family member, like, I don't know if they want more business, if they need more business, but this is it. Like when there's shortage of meat in the news right now, which is unbelievably, I can't even believe that's, we're even saying that out loud. These we people, eat a lot of meat these in America. People, yeah. These people will never run out of meat because it's walking around all around their farm, <laughs> hundreds of cows just waiting to be slaughtered right they no yeah. not coming from iowa texas none of that yeah but it's it's also not some big slaughterhouse or anything like that they can only i'm sure that they only have facilities for probably one cow at a time so for them it's a slow and steady business and it's probably supporting this is their surely, life. this is surely the best they've ever done Probably. Like probably. we heard of this like from a friend of a friend of a friend. Like somehow is in the news talking about, man, can you believe they're talking about meat shortage? Man, there's never meat at Kroger. I can't believe everybody's eating up all the meat. And then this, uh, well, there's this kind of a place out in the middle of nowhere that, that they've got all kinds of meat because they kill the cows right there. And one thing led to another. And you went out, you went out with him one morning. It's like, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Like you get introduced to the, yeah. to the guy like, Hey, wink, wink. Here's, you know, here's our, this guy. He's a good fella. He's one of us. Yeah. Sell him some meat. <laughs> Give him a cow. They take credit cards, by the way. <laughs> I, I believe they have, uh, they have their little sign, of course, one person at a time. Yeah. And, uh, only so much per family at a time, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But yeah. like I said, you go out there and talk to Farmer John around back of the building and say, hey, I'll give you a 2000 bucks right now to kill one of these whole cows and let me just divide it up into some free – we'd have all we want. Yeah. Saying. Yeah, I'm sure, but – So it's nice to have a source. But we don't need to because we live out in the sticks where people are actually still raising animals. Get and there, l- speaking – look at, look at our little animal – um, I gave our animal a panic attack this week. There's our little puma. Oh, yeah, you're barely, you're so fat, you can barely get in that. But it is the hole in the arm of the chair. She has to sit with me. So we did find a meat market, and we, that's awesome. And yeah. yes, Chairman Meow had a big adventure, didn't she? Well, I tried to clean her ear. I tried to clean her. She's been digging at her ear, and I got some animal ear cleaner like a, a solution you're supposed to put a few drops in and rub their ear and then clean it out with a cotton ball how'd that well, go chairman meow said fuck that mm-hmm. and could not breathe like the cat's going 
thought she was dying. Yes, I thought the cat was going to die. Oh. And I felt horrible about it. And like from now on. She's already died and came back once. Exactly. I'm not going to scare her to death she, again. She's like our Jesus cat. She is. Lazarus. <laughs> Lazarus. <laughs> Lazarus, Jesus. Back from the dead. She's a yes. nickname her Jesus. Hello, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I heard her squack. I hear very little bit there. That's funny. Oh, there's a nice cat. There's kitty spit on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's part of the family. She is. She is. Oh, bless but, her heart. I felt so bad about that. And from now on, like, her ear seems to be okay. I'm keeping an eye on her as soon as it looks like it might be bad. We're just going to call the vet, go get the sleepy pill, and knock her butt out and take her to the vet. She already gets a, her uh, insulin shot every day. Yeah. A little cat insulin shot. She's kind of a pain in the butt. She's uh, she's high maintenance. She's she, We call her Sheldon Cat. She is, she is definitely like Sheldon. Sheldon. She has her little routines, loves her stuff. Yes. Well, let's see. You've got some other stuff, or you want me to cruise around my... Well, you go ahead and cruise around. I don't have anything... Um, I have odds and ends. Odds and ends. Well, one thing that was interesting in the news, who knew that um, Kentucky was home to Tupac Shakur? Who knew he was alive and well? Did you know that? I did not know that. You didn't know this story? No, I haven't heard this. Well. I want to hear about it. Perfect. Well, apparently... I'm going to paraphrase because I can't find the exact story here okay. as I'm cruising through this. But the gist of it is that, where is that? I could have swore I just had it right here. <laughs> you know how it goes. Got a lot of stuff on here. Anyway, our uh, governor in his daily um, update on this stuff, somehow I think either maybe it was his update or maybe it was on a press conference. I don't know. It was something, but basically in a nutshell, he was like, all right. And all you jackasses out there who are, um, filing false claims, you know, that's not really good and you shouldn't do that. For example, here's one, uh, I saw today, Tupac Shakur is getting a, uh, an unemployment check. Uh, we don't need that shit in Kentucky, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, he didn't. He said it nice, but, you know, he basically was throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, the next day, Tupac Shakur fucking showed up, <laughs> and he's like, dude, my name is Tupac Shakur. <laughs> I'm sure he was named after him. <laughs> and he literally got a, you know, a check because he was literally off work and unemployed. So the governor, oh. so the Kentucky governor, you know, issued an apology. That's I'm sorry. Fantastic. Sorry, Mr. Shakur didn't, you know, didn't. I thought this was a obviously a hoax. <laughs> so uh so then I've been seeing memes, you know, pop up like uh you know, our some of our actually our all of our state signs as you enter the state, I think say the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln. Uh-huh. They've been photoshopping them, birthplace of Tupac Shakur. <laughs> <laughs> I have one question. Yes. Is he white? I have I'm I'm gonna bet not, but I don't know. I don't know. I haven't it seen a, I haven't, I haven't seen a picture like, of Tupac like, Shakur. We are so racially insensitive that I I can see that as being a thing. <laughs> if if he was some uh <laughs> yeah, who knows. Can you imagine if he was some white dude up in the somewhere? Would, that, that would, would be, be the ironic cherry on top. For that me. would be wonderful. Oh well, I cannot believe I can't find that article. I swore I put it on our Twitter. Oh whatever. 
So anyway, we have two pockets here. Yes, that's fabulous. Well, I'm going to show you something that Please. our readers can actually, readers, listeners, can go to our Reddit stream and see. Is Ooh. that not the most amazing, beautiful, gorgeous cicada you have ever seen? He is a cicada, isn't he? Yes. Look at those goofy eyes on the side of their head. I love them anymore. They, like they've they, been... they should be able to see just about 360 with those yeah. with those. Eyes. Huge eyes. They have eyes where our where our ears would be. Yeah, like that is crazy. Yeah, it's beautiful cicada. Oh my god! I, and I don't know. They've right been here, they're locusts. <laughs> and in this the year for our seventeen year. I don't locusts? know. I think we're in Quote, that locusts. that period where like the the three or four years where they're the most active. The last couple of years we've had them. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where you can find us since you're talking about this. All right. We're at hillbillynerdtalk.com. And from mm-hmm. there, you can find Hank's Twitter uh, and both of our Reddits. We both contribute to that. We're both pretty active. Yeah. We're both pretty active on Reddit, and I do a little more Twitter, but not, not I mean, not that much. No. <clears throat> there's not a lot of, There's not a lot going on at just the way it is. I need to be yeah. more creative with it, frankly, but oh, well. That's how it well. goes. We suck. Because we've been playing too much Diablo 3. Diablo 3. You know, between quarantine here, like you said, you have been enjoying this. We have been taking it as kind of like, I don't know, kind of like we're in high school or college and there's been a blizzard of the century and classes have been closed. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it, really. Yeah. Let's face it. We've had a whole lot of sexy time. Yes. We're playing video games all the time. Yes. You're taking up gardening and sewing as an indoor hobby. Yeah. And we're cooking like crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, we enjoy cooking anyway, so we do that. Yeah, yeah. I've got I, my homemade beer that I make. I mean, I don't we've know. We've just been taking advantage of the situation and and just cruising along. Cruising along. I, and I feel, I feel we're lucky we can afford to do this. There we are lucky. We made some right decisions and absolutely. Where were you going with something before this? Where were we going with that? I don't know. Oh, Diablo 3. Diablo 3. <laughs> anyway, so yes, we've been playing video games. Diablo 3, and I've been playing uh, Doom Eternal on Xbox One. Which looks so hard to me. I can't even imagine. Diablo on Xbox One. We have fun killing monsters, haven't we? Yes, yes. We. Um, I, I love the Doom video games. I played on... PC years ago by myself when I didn't even have internet hookup, so mm-hmm. I had to play by myself. And we got the Xbox Box One specifically to find find games that were couch co op. That's the word. It took forever to even figure that out. We're so old. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yes, yeah, we want to be able to be, and that's a good word for it. We want to be able to sit on our couches and be in the same video game. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently 99% of them are all designed to be, you're in a different house. Like, everybody has their own Xbox One. Like, not two people on a couch sharing the same Xbox. Yeah. But people dotted around, you know what I mean. Which, both ways are great. I think games that could allow you to do either one, and Diablo 3 is one. Plug. Shameless plug. I love Diablo. (laughs) It's a fun game. You, you get to hoard. You like yeah, that. Yep. You get you to collect get to, a lot of shiny objects. Yes. You collect shiny objects and you put them in a box and you magically make new shiny objects and they, kind of gambling. It, I like that. There's a little bit of gambling involved. That's good. Yeah. Non-money gambling. I don't <laughs> gamble any real money. 
and and it works out good because I let you work on my character and do all that stuff, and then I go out and kill things with you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is exactly. So it's fun. <laughs> I thought for a while you were getting aggravated. Like that you would just hand me your controller so I would, you know, go to the blacksmith and, and do that stuff. And I finally realized, you know, you were playing on your phone. That was a break time for you. And it was like, okay, it I works really fine. think you're aggravated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it works out just fine. Um, and, you know, you just now said that we, we have made some smart moves in our life. Let's just mm-hmm. face it. I'm glad that we have and we're financially okay. And I, I do feel bad for people who are laid off or not in our situation yada yada that being said right now i will say this to anybody who's listening and has i don't know our listeners are smart anyway but this is a there's also in any crisis excuse me there's opportunities also i mean i know things are bad and it's hard to see through that but i've we've i've read and you have too so many leadership books on you know, things, it, yeah, it's easy to say that it's easy to say a lot of this leadership stuff and good business stuff when things are just cruising along great. It's times like these yeah, that you're tested and a whole America, 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 whole America is tested on how you're going to come through this. Yeah. Any business, any person, any individual. And um, it's going to be survival of the fittest. And well, and what I'm who, getting ready to say, yeah. there is a ton of opportunity out there. Yeah. If you there, there just are. There's cracks. There's companies. Amazon stocks going through the roof. So will Apple and and other companies. My Procter and Gamble who yeah. make all this stuff. Like if th- there is an opportunity right now to move the move the chess pieces a little bit financially. Yeah. And get yourself ready. The next five years from now, it's going to be like 9-11. Like, man, that was some crazy shit, wasn't it? But you're still going to go work and things are going to get back on track sooner or later. They just are. So no matter how bad it gets, yes, things will eventually get better for those who are left. Right. So. I don't know. I'm just maybe I'm I'm giving a pep talk to America and myself. That's what I'm doing. I mean, yeah. See, I'm not even I'm not even Facebook Shadowrun. I mean, there's businesses. There there's a business right now that somebody could start that that's never had a need for that business before. Like maybe that local meat market we're talking about. Yeah. Maybe there's some way to I don't know to connect them with other meat markets and have a network of local meat markets that. But that need was never really there before, and now it is, for example. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I'm just – the point is there's opportunity out there. Stock market specifically, if you have money and bonds or something you've been waiting, how can you get much better chance than this? The market's down mm-hmm. 30% from three months ago. We are buying up everything we can buy. <laughs> as, far as, <laughs> as far as transferring, we had a bunch of money in bond mutual funds, money that we had made from investing in real estate the yeah. last few years. Yeah. And the market was so high that we didn't want to put it in the stock market because... We knew it was going to tank at some point. Yeah. It and just couldn't keep going the way it was. We didn't cause this, by the way. <laughs> we didn't. I, I didn't know it would be the coronavirus. 
but I there's you always knew that ups something and downs. was gonna yeah. And man, we have been waiting for this. I have transferred so much money out of these bond mutual funds. I know it scares me because I like I, I'm the one that's conservative. I'm like no, keep it in the bonds. <laughs> well, there's still a ton in there. Don't worry, but. <laughs> Yes, Berkshire Hathaway today. I don't know when you're listening to this. There's no better time on earth than to buy Berkshire Hathaway. Their B series is a is 177 dollars now. Okay. Three months ago, it was 240. All right. Wow. Okay. It's, it's yeah. taking a beating. And so buy it. I would. I mean, you know, disclaimer here. I'm not a financial expert. Don't sue my ass if it. If Warren Buffett dies tomorrow and somebody takes it over and it goes bankrupt in a year. All right. I can't help that shit. (laughs) But I'm betting on the Oracle of Omaha, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's funny to me, like when I started my 401k years and years and years ago, like to me, that was money that I never saw. It was never in my paycheck. I never paid any attention to it. I didn't check the balances on it. You know, it's just, you know, I put mm-hmm. it in. So, and, and when we met, you had a suggestion for what mutual fund to put it in. And I put it in that mutual fund. Yeah. And once again, paid no attention to it. That's like, what you should do. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and <clears throat> every time the market has taken a downturn, you know, our, our, the company I used to work for would have, you know, the financial advisors, you know, just begging people not to, you know, change funds and, sh- you know, or mm. quit, you know, donate or donating, quit setting aside in the 401k because some people would get scared and not do that because they would check those balances all right. the time. And I was just like, honey, it's on sale. I haven't looked. I haven't checked the balance in years. And I mean, and that was the truth. That's what you're supposed to do. It's called yeah. dollar cost averaging. You just. Whatever a pay each paycheck each whatever you just yeah. put whether it's a hundred dollars a month or fifty dollars a month and you just put it in there no matter what the stock market is up I don't or down, I don't sideways, even whatever. I'm not sure what the age yeah. is to even be able to tap your four hundred one k but I'm not close yet so no it to me it's non existent money well that's what you should do and you know and another thing again talking about uh, investing and stuff and I thought about this today as us. Because first of all, I love Warren Buffett. Anybody, there's a, a tremendous little documentary on HBO about his life. That's a real good short mm-hmm. hour or two. But then I've read the book. I mean, I, he's just a solid, honest dude. That's that's the second or third richest person on earth. <laughs> that's fucking impressive mm-hmm. to find somebody like that. I just love that. And he's gotten that way by investing in solid companies too. Yes. And he's involved with them. I don't feel like he's an evil overlord. And he, of course, has his thing of which which is this the absolute cherry on top that he when he dies, he understands that this money is not it's he's not going to leave 50 billion dollars to his kids. Yeah. He's putting it 99 percent of it in a. Into in a charity, basically, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the in the uh, Bill Gates, Melinda Gates Foundation, that's going to go on forever. Yeah, he he's he's a very big advocate of rich people that leave your kid a ton of money. You're an asshole. You're dumb for doing that. Yeah, he doesn't say it in those words, but he's like, you're just making them foster. He calls it uh, corporate welfare. 
He said, he said yeah. what's the difference in them just living off your money that you made and not having to work a penny for it than, than some of these people on welfare that you people look down your noses at? Yeah. And I think that's a great strategy. Absolutely. We're doing that. We're setting up an endowment yes. when we die. That's what we're doing with our money. Exactly the same thing. We're doing a Warren Buffett plan. Just local <laughs> local yeah. charities anyhow berkshire hathaway is down so bad today because yesterday it was an annual meeting of berkshire hathaway and he admitted this is and it's another thing i like about this dude he admits when he's wrong yeah he he they he told in this meeting that they sold every dime that they had in four airlines southwest and i don't remember the rest of them but four airlines that they had an enormous amount of stock in that he said, look, I've, I made a mistake. I've, this is going to take years to ever show a profit again. So we just sold it at a loss. And then, and I'm sorry. This is the way he says things. Like he's so mm-hmm. hurt because mm-hmm. he knows people invest in. And he's like, and my decision basically hurt, hurt my investors. And, and I'm sorry. Like I just love people actually yeah. say they're sorry once in a while, yeah. even though it's really not his fault. I mean, things happen. Yeah. But I mean, how, it, yeah, but it anyway, is down. So, it is down. So today, when he when he said that, and 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 the pro, and I think it's down. I don't know. It was something incredible, like fifty million or billion less, probably million, I guess, in quarterly profits. And blah blah blah. I think everybody, it's it's kind of a wake up call. They're like, holy shit! If this guy can't get. You know, if yeah. this guy lost this much money, holy shit. But, all right, like I said, I'm going to take it back around to me because I'm important. No. <laughs> but, like, for me, when I invested in the stock market, it was it became imaginary money to me. Mm-hmm. Like, when we, you know, when we're talking about losses and blah, 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 it's imaginary money loss. Well, you don't lose a penny. Unless you sell. That's the first thing. Yeah. Anybody looking at their 401k or your stock accounts, you're absolutely, I mean, unless there's a medical major, major medical crisis and you have to have the money. But aside from an emergency, if you sell now, you're an idiot. Yes. Absolutely. Now's the time to double down. You do the opposite of what everybody's doing. You know, when they zig, you zag. That's how it goes. Oh. But the other thing. Chairman down. But the other thing that's made us. Be able to, you know, some of the financial things we've done right. We're not any debt. Yeah. We stay debt free. And that's another principle of Warren Buffett and these, you know, in all these articles about him today and about the, the fund and all that. Most of it mention it, but it's a few paragraphs down that the Berkshire Hathaway company, they literally have a hundred and thirty Billion dollars in cash. Billions. Yeah. They're not going broke anytime soon. No, no. They just sold a bunch of stock. And in a few months, six months from now, when some of the, you're starting to see it now. I'm seeing articles on uh, companies that are filing bankruptcy. It's starting to happen. Yeah. Some of these companies are going to have a viable product that, He's going to be able to say, "Well, you know, I'll, I'll bail you out. Here, I'll bail you out for ten billion. You know, you got to pay me back thirty billion over the next ten years, yeah, or whatever he has to do. You know, like when he bought the, uh, the the uh, railroad company in the last mm-hmm. recession. 
in 2008. Yeah. Like yeah. that's when you can, that's when this fund is going to flourish. Yeah, because he has those cash reserves to right. buy what's right on the chopping block. Exactly. Because of bad management. Right, or whatever the circumstance. So anyway, I don't know. That's a shameless plug for Berkshire Hathaway. <laughs> I don't work for him, but I love Warren Buffett, and this has been our chance to actually buy into that more. So it's been great. Yes, yes. You've been very on the ticker tapes. I have. I Even usually don't do that. All over the stock market. I'm moving from, like I said, from our bonds. It's going all, or, well, not all. We're doing a lot in the stock market. Yes. Still want some bonds. I want some money to buy stuff, too. Okay. What else is going on? How about how about my dad? How about old people? Let's talk about old people. Oh, old people don't listen to a lot of podcasts. So you're allowed. To, you're allowed to to let loose. Nah, the old people are fine. It's my old people. I don't, that's the problem. My dad. <laughs> I'm just grateful it's you this time, not me. Oh, my poor dad. Tell me about it. 89 years old, lives up a holler in the middle of nowhere. We've said this a million times on the show. Yes. Rocking his moonshine still, grows some weed, has a little garden. He's doing okay. He's been slowing down this year, though. He's slowing down like crazy. And he slowed down to the point where, frankly, he'd be in a nursing home if it wasn't for his girlfriend. Yeah. Who's like 10 or 15 years younger, by the way. Just silly. <laughs> but Whatever. He has a girlfriend who loves, she's a, a retired nurse, so she loves taking care of people. He needs taken care of. Yes. It's perfect. Yeah. Except my idiot dad has run her off, and now it's either basically he's going to have to get her back, or he's probably going to have to go in a nursing home. Yeah. And you were trying to explain to him... You see, I got the oh. phone call. I'm the kid in the middle. You are. I hate this. You're the monkey in the middle right now. In a way. I, I got out of the middle today. But, yeah, last week I got a phone call from his girlfriend basically saying, I'm leaving your dad. He's driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> so, so good luck with all that, basically, <laughs> in a nutshell. Oh, and by the way, you need to look out because he's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you should probably try to take his guns because he says he's going to kill anybody that tries to put him in a nursing home. See ya. <laughs> okay thanks and, a lot and nobody can blame her one bit nope <laughs> so i go up today i give it a while maybe a few <laughs> days to just to kind of i don't know let him, let him stay by himself for a while and figure out hey how, this sucks yeah how bad a shape it is he's in i mean yeah yeah it's just sad so anyway i go up there today and he's puttering around, but he literally does need somebody. I mean, he can barely use a phone. Yeah. The, the little emergency thing I was telling you about, mm -hmm. as I suspected today, I mentioned something about it. I don't know. It's in there somewhere. It didn't work very good. I just quit wearing it. I'm like, so he's like, yeah, it doesn't work more than 12 feet away from the phone. I just don't. I'm like, when the hell are you ever more than 12 feet away from the phone, idiot? You're not walking miles anymore. My grandmother used to Shit. actually call the people on her Little emergency button. remote or whatever. And she'd talk to them for an hour or so when she'd get bored. And they did that <sighs> back then. That's wonderful that they did. I've, I've loved them. Well, but. those things don't work where the crap if you don't have them on. 
No, they don't. <laughs> no, they sure damn don't. If they're if they're in another room and you fall in a different room and you can't get up, then it's worthless. <laughs> so anyhow, so I go today to try to basically, uh, I go and asked uh, the person's name, her name's Charlotte. Like, so where's Charlotte? I don't know. She's supposed to be back today sometime. And he doesn't even acknowledge like anything's wrong whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I can go, see him doing that. So I let it go on a little bit, and I'm like, I'm like, well, should I just let this drop or not? I'm like, no, this has got to be repaired or something's got to be at least said here. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, Dad, you know, it's not that she's not she's not coming back today. She's not coming back at all, idiot. <laughs> like she's called me and said she's leaving. Like when she put all of her clothes in her car and left. Does that not a clue to you that she's not coming back? Well, I don't know. I thought I talked to her. She'll be back in a day or two. I'm like, no, she's not, idiot. And and so I told him the incidents that Charlotte told me, and she told me some. I just let her talk. You're yeah, you're good about that. And I had to let her get it off her chest about my dad. Listen to some of the goofy shit that my dad runs her off. And this is just a little, you can imagine, this is a little snippet of what it must be like living with my dad. One, he wouldn't let her borrow his truck to go move some stuff from her other house. That's just stupid. My dad can't drive, and there's absolutely zero reason for that. He gets mad at her because she watches gun smoke in the afternoon. For whatever reason, he doesn't like... That's scandalous, scandalous. How dare you watch Gunsmoke? For whatever reason, I don't know why. The other thing is, he gets aggravated at her because she talks on the phone too much. It's running up the the long-distance bill, and she's on the phone all the time, and it's with her drug addict kid. You know what? Bullshit. There aren't long-distance charges like that anymore. That's what I told him today. I'm like, if she's on the phone eight hours a day, why do you give a shit? (laughs) Why do you care? Oh, my God. Um, And on and on. I forget the other stuff. But it was just a, a barrage of just... BS like that. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I could remember the rest of it. Because there was more. This stu- <laughs> just the dumbest stuff ever. Anyway, so I brought all this stuff up. And, I, well, we had, a, you know, I don't know. We He just played it off like it was nothing. Yeah. But then I started changing the subject to something I gave him a little bait. I'm like, yeah, you know, we've been kind of moving some investment stuff around. He always takes that opportunity to tell me exactly what I'm supposed to do and how I'm doing it wrong and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, he didn't take the bait. So, and and he, I said something like that. And he's like, well, well, she called you, huh? (laughs) So, (laughs) so so he, he, he was, the wheels were turning. And I'm like, yes, she called and told me all that stuff that I just told you that is driving her crazy. Yeah. Well, and I don't, I don't, well, you think, and then it turned into almost a panic. And then my dad's 89. And I get, he's some confused, a little bit. He's a little bit confused, but he's all, he's, he's mostly not confused. Let's put it that way. And he said, well, if she called you about that, do you think, 
maybe you could call her and tell her tell her to come up here and I'll talk to her. I'm like, no, <laughs> you uh, your fingers work and your mouth works. You call her and apologize and get this straightened out. I'm like, you surely to God understand that you're being a nursing home without her. Right. You, you understand that you, you, and he does. And you're like, yeah, I, I, I get it. I understand. So I made him or I didn't make him, you know, instead of making me do it. Yes. I said, go in there, get your phone, make a phone call and fix this if you want. <laughs> if not, don't. I mean, I don't, and I said, this is your choice. Yeah. I don't, and I kept saying, I don't mean to butt in here. But she's the one call me, and I just want to let you know I'm trying to give you information. Like I try to make it in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. And he did, and you know, it took half an hour for him to find <laughs> his find his little book with a phone number. Then he had to try to to work his phone, which is a cordless phone, which has 15 different buttons more than he needs. Yeah. Uh, Thirty minutes later, he finally completed a phone call to her, and she's supposed to come back later today and talk to him and talk to him and so i coached him up on i'm like you better apologize i'm like say the words i'm like i know growing up i know i said i've never heard you apologize for anything and i said and frankly that's a problem yeah i said if you don't say the words i said she's going to leave or if or at a minimum you're just a jerk well you're just a jerk if you don't apologize to her and say the words What's the matter with these old people that don't, I mean, I get it that this stoic, whatever, when he was raised as a kid and blah, 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 but. Generations of poverty and abuse. (laughs) Well, whatever it is. I mean, you know, I've I've said it before. Like, I mean, he never, like, he's never told me he loves me. He's never told me one time in his entire life. I'm proud. I'm proud of you, son. He is so proud of you, though. He really is. I I have had some conversations with him. Well, I know he is because he tells everybody else. I know. It it doesn't. And and it doesn't count, really. Well, just like this thing with Charlotte. Like, he basically told me, yeah, he didn't say the words, but he basically admitted, like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I was probably wrong to do that or whatever. Yeah. But he can't say that to her. Oh, like you can't say yeah. it to the person it actually matters to, and that is a weird psychological problem. I had a grandma like that. It's just odd. So I'm playing matchmaker to an 89 year old <laughs> and his relative. girlfriend. Yeah, and his girlfriend. Yeah, your dad. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless his heart. Bless all their hearts. I was texting you, love and 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 and. Oh. Hugs and oh, I just I knew this was going to be a rough day, so I gardened, <laughs> I dug. So you dug, I dug, dig, dug. How about I've got some more stuff to talk to you about? No, okay. All right, there's going to be on. Are you ready for this? Yes. On Netflix, there's going to be a new series. Uh oh, a scripted, you know, series. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Based on Tiger King. The Tiger King. It's going to be a series. I'm guess, not sure. Uh, here's, the, here's the part that I want you to guess who you think will, could play Dwight. the main character. Dwight from The Office. That's a great guess, but no. Who? That is a great guess. Who's playing whatever the dude's name is? The, 
you know, the who's playing the Tiger King? Joe Exotic. Who's playing Joe Exotic in the new Netflix series? <laughs> Tiger King. I don't know. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> the greatest actor of our time is going to play that role. <laughs> I kind of love Nicholas Cage. He only plays one character. Well, that character... But depending on the situation, sometimes it's marvelous. And well, I think it could work here. <laughs> I think one way or another, I'm going to watch at least one episode. Yes. Even just the picture of Nicolas Cage's face on this is just hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Nicolas Cage. I, all I can see is his glasses in the top around the <laughs> YouTube play button, but that is funny. So uh, so there's something to look forward to. Yeah. I don't understand the Tiger King craze, though. I mean, it's, it's funny. And the... Uh, Kind of fuck you, Carol Baskins is great, right? But like, why is it so popular? I think it was right in the middle of the made major quarantine. Everybody okay. staying in. It Everything's crazy, so that crazy show just struck a chord. I think so. All right, we also have on the next on the old hit list. If the coronavirus wasn't enough, and the stock market taking a tank, everything else. We got murder hornets now. That sucks. Boom. I hate hornets. These murder hornets, if one of these suckers gets you, there's no damn EpiPen on earth going to save your ass. No. You might as well just, hell, they'll eat an EpiPen. They don't give a shit. (laughs) These things are gigantic. They are. You've seen the things on them. And they can, just one of them can wipe out a whole damn beehive. An really? entire like, beehive. Have you ever seen well, the documentaries? Bees, no, I haven't seen the, the documentaries. It's, I'm kind of nervous about it because I am deathly allergic to hornets. It, it is kind of a it, it's kind of a serious situation. I mean, if you, I can't believe you didn't see that. I thought I watched it with you. No. Well, it'll terrify you because it shows one one of these damn hornets, and it goes to a beehive and literally kills. Every damn bee in that whole hive. And bees are kind of on the danger list right now. No shit. With like hive collapse, colony collapse, disease. According to this documentary, as as I was watching it, because I just thought it was fascinating anyway, that it's impossible. But when this hornet lands at a beehive, like one or two bees as a defensive, you know, the soldier bees, whatever yeah. they call them. Drones. The drones. They will attack this thing and scent market or whatever they do for everybody else to attack it. And it's so big that the only way they can kill this thing is, and get this, that's how things evolve. Like hundreds of these bees have to flock onto it. And leech onto it as a like a ball, and they all flap their wings and get hot. And get hot. And if they make enough heat in their little ball of bees with this hornet in the middle, it'll kill it from the heat. And if that doesn't happen, they say within the first five minutes, mm-hmm. the entire hive is dead. This thing, this, these things, literally with their mandibles, just dehead. Yeah. They behead these bees. 
one at a time. Every time one comes at it to attack it, it just picks it up, cuts its head off, does the next one to a whole thousand. Murder hornets. They're horrifying. Murder hornets. They should Damn be, those things. Have, and well, all right. I did see the little blurb about it that said that there were two different imports of them. Like one in like British Columbia and one in, in California or something like that. They should just hunt those things with, with flamethrowers. Well, hell yeah. And make sure them. that they're dead. Are they, are they from, you know, I thought the, the original, now they're just calling them murder hornets, but I thought they were called like Asian giant hornets. Yeah, something like that. So are, is this another bullshit thing from China? Is China just trying to kill us one thing, one at, thing a time? at a time? Like if this doesn't work, let's throw some hornets at them. Let's see if that works. Maybe. <laughs> I told Somehow her, they survive these things. I guess. I told everybody last podcast I didn't buy that bullshit about the Wuhan coming from bat bullshit. I don't know. I really am beginning to wonder if you guys aren't mm. falling down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. I am well, maybe. going to reserve judgment until right. somebody of some authority tells me something. I've, I'm getting the conspiracy theory nut job and your friend may be crazy vibe. Well, that may be possible, but like I said, I'm going to stick by my my uh, my main point of being it would be the biggest coincidence in the history of coincidence if their center for studying diseases of deadly viruses just happens to be in Wuhan, three miles from this stupid where it all started. It's too much of a coincidence for my taste but let me on this since we're on uh, again they're trying to kill us one thing at a time all right and i thought you'd like this too here are some other things in america that'll kill you already besides these murder hornets and by the way these murder hornets will probably kill you if they sting you if you're allergic by the way i'm allergic i swell up like gumby if i get stung <laughs> by a hornet well i'm not saying they're going to kill everybody or i don't want to totally freak you out but I'm just saying, if you're allergic to bee stings and things, stay away. This thing, I, there's no doubt, this this sucker. Yeah, I, I've seen pictures of them, and there's wide. They're as long as a person's palm is wide. They're at least two full inches, three. Yeah, here it is. Called Asian giant hornets. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, bees. Bees. You know, bees are America's most lethal animals. In quote. Absolutely. I, I think a lot of people die of bee stings. That's why the, when the price of EpiPens skyrocketed, that was kind of tragic. Bees rank highly across animal-related death research, prompting an Indiana University professor to label them, quote, America's most l- lethal animal. Mm-hmm. So there you go. About 100 deaths a year caused by bee stings. Hmm. I thought it was more than that. How about, oh, no. Don't do that. How about Black Widow spiders? I watched a video today about a venom lab in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And I can't, forgive me, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But they house a huge collection of venomous snakes, mm-hmm. lizards, spiders including black widows they're like the venom lab that provides all of the anti-venom places their venom they were milking spiders and it was amazing to watch well according to this article it is in usa today it's Uh on our twitter account by the way for everybody 
Uh, black widows kill about seven people a year. Yeah, I don't think it's that much. So they don't give that much venom. They produce a neurotoxin. Oh, it's dangerous. Yes. Seven a year. You're doing all right with that. Yes. Brown recluse spiders. Hmm. How many do they kill? You know, I don't see it saying exactly how many they kill, but obviously we know the necrosis of the oh, yeah, that's tissue. Gross. And, that's gross. Yeah. And even a little bit of necrosis in a bug bite or something. I've had a spider bite that did that a little bit. It's gross and it's awful and you have to get it cleaned out. It's so ugh, ugh, nasty. There is no anid- no antidote for the brown recluse venom. Yeah, it just has to. Surgical intervention may be needed for deep wounds. <laughs> Mosquitoes. They kill mil- like a lot of people every year with malaria, don't they? Yes, absolutely. I want West to say Ni- a million, but West- I'm not sure how many. West Nile virus, Zika virus. Um, They're the world's most dangerous animal, period, I think. According to Joseph... Colon, colon, quote, mosquitoes are the most dangerous creatures on the planet. There you go. And you named a bunch of them. Malaria, ding, ding. Dengue fever. Dengue. Malaria, dengue, West Nile, yellow fever, Zika. uh, Something I can't even pronounce. Chukagunya. I don't know. Chukagunya. I don't want that. I don't want that. Hell, can't even pronounce <laughs> they're it. all really crappy if they're carried by mosquitoes, and they're on this list. Lymphatic phylum. Yeah. So you don't want those. No. All right. These are things still in America, or in America, by the way, that'll kill you before these crazy murder murder hornets. Arizona bark scorpions. Arizona bark scorpions. Says a painful sting and unusual symptoms. Ooh. Muscle twitching, unusual eye movements, slurred speech, difficulty swallowing, difficulty breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't sound like something you want to freaking mess with. Hey, um, your screensaver just came up. Do you want to? Oh. oh, yeah, just to make sure. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Okay, we're, we're still, still going. recording. <laughs> we're still rolling. I had to interrupt him. Other symptoms include agitation, high blood pressure, and changes in heart rate can develop quickly and last for several hours. Yuck. That is terrible. Well, there are deadly scorpions. This doesn't say how many Just people die from them. But not sure how many but in any of these, uh, our southwest. <laughs> slurred speech. Good Lord. Dang. Unusual eye movement. What the fuck? That's a crazy ass thing. Kissing bugs. What? Kissing bugs. Says there are blood-sucking insects that bite humans on the face, particularly around the mouth and eyes, and transmit disease. There you go. I've never heard of those. I haven't either. Doesn't sound like something you Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Mm, Ants. Ants are mean. Ants are mean. Did I tell you about um, standing in a whole thing of fire ants one time? No, but this says nine people a year die from ants. I believe it. I believe it because they communicate with pheromones. And I was cleaning out my fish tank in Georgia one time. And just being the hillbilly I was, you know, barefoot. And (laughs) dumping the water in the yard. And thankfully, I had a whole bucket of water with me because I walked outside and the neighbor said something to me and I paused. Mm -hmm. 
And then all of a sudden, my legs felt like they were on fire. They had <laughs> crawled up to my knees. And so I'm holding a big old, you know, two-gallon bucket full of fish poop water, and I just doused myself with they it. started gnawing on you? Absolutely. All at once. Both legs all the way up. It was horrible. I spent the rest of that evening boiling water and burning and boiling that ant farm out of there. Huh. <laughs> I was vengeful. Yep. So uh, so there you go. We got to worry about the uh, giant Asian hornets, but there's also some other stuff here we should worry about, too. Yeah. So just never leave your house ever again. Yeah. <laughs> basically, something's going to get you if you leave your house. That's basically the theme of the show mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> corona 2020 that's it or it's covid 2020 now i think that's the preferred name all right everybody Whatever. i am buzzed and calling this a show done everybody have a fantastic week or so we'll talk to you next time